0: everybody so this is really exciting we are here to talk about the fall uh, movie season coming up uh, all the way through November we did a preview of the summer season and a recap and now we're here to do fall and so my friend David is here with me to help me get uh, through these uh, through all these movies and talk about them and so do you want to say hi
1: Hi, I'm here. Um, thanks <laughs> yeah. for having me back again.
0: Thanks for coming. I'm so excited. So yeah, we have a ton of movies here. We have like, I think close to 40. So they, some of them we are just going to zip through and, and, and uh, some we're going to talk a little bit more uh, with uh, in detail with. So, all right. Um, so the first one is actually opening uh, this weekend. The only release this weekend uh, is called Tulip Fever. This stars Alicia Vikander, Dane DeHaan, and uh, it's about a 17th century woman who has this affair with a painter. Um, this movie had lots of delays, um, and but it did look pretty steamy from the trailer. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about this one?
1: Yeah, I think it, it looks pretty interesting. It, In a weird way, it reminds me of Titanic. I don't know if mm-hmm. you got that vibe from it. Um, I mean, you have a painter. Yeah, you have you kind of an affair going on. Kind of the same era as well. Mm-hmm. Even Dane DeHaan, he kind of reminds me of Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Yeah, like, I can see that. Not
1: yeah. as good looking, but <laughs> they have similar features. <laughs> so I get that vibe from it, which is a good thing. I love Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's older, 16th century. I mean, 17th century, and uh, and, you know, unleashed by candor, uh, is. Uh, a really wonderful actress so who knows maybe a little surprise uh when things are delayed it doesn't always mean it's terrible sometimes really stupid stuff can make things delayed uh but um but anyway so yeah that's that's this weekend it's the only new release of the weekend so we can't uh, forget
1: close encounters of the third kind Yay!
0: i'm really excited for that (laughs) Uh, so yeah so that is re-released uh for this week and uh but yeah tulip fever um, well,
1: oh, while, while, while we're on the topic of this weekend, so last weekend um, was, was the lowest box office in over three years. Mm-hmm. Do you think this weekend will be even lower?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't see how it can not be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I,
1: people really want to see close encounters in the <laughs> third copy. <time. laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it, 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 there's just nothing I wouldn't be surprised if something like uh either an indie or because this is the same time uh, in i think 2015 that war room was number one at the box office and mm-hmm. uh, which is you know a christian film so i wouldn't be surprised if like all saints or some you know audience specific movie ends up taking number one this weekend uh but if you actually look at it because i think war room got number one with like nine million dollars uh so not very much yeah. um So I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens here. uh, It's possible. uh, You know, you get a really low niche audience specific movie as a number one. But who knows? Oh, let's move on. September 8th, we have two releases uh we have one that i'm excited about that probably most people and aren't one i'm excited about. <laughs> yeah. so we have home again i am a rom-com lover i like my romantic comedies and i like my romantic comedies old school and cheesy starring reese witherspoon so this is right up my alley and this looks so fun to me it's got reese witherspoon candace bergen michael sheen in it uh, and it's this rom-com, she's this the divorced woman who uh, takes in three aspiring filmmaker uh, young men, I guess you'd say, to share her place. Candace Bergen is like her wise, know- there's always like a wise knowing either friend or mom or somebody, so that's her mom. And uh, <laughs> I feel like it has been so long since there's been like a, 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 rom- a rom-com like this. Like, they're all just so, like, raunchy and so, like, uh, and so I'm actually kind of excited. Like, I don't think it's going to be a good movie, but I think I'm going to like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does feel like something that could have come out in the 90s even.
0: Yeah, um, but just like Heaven, or or more like the early 2000s, Just Like Heaven, yeah. which I saw four times in the theater. I, <laughs> I love these kind of movies. I really do. Just Like Heaven and... Uh, um. Uh, oh, gosh, like Legally Blonde, Miss Congeniality, all that stuff I just love. So I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, uh, what's weird for me, though, is like Reese Witherspoon is supposed to be like the old lady now.
0: Yeah, she's like, like,
1: does that not feel weird? Yeah, it does. I remember a young, like, Pleasantville Reese Witherspoon. And like,
0: she looks exactly the same, I swear. She does not look...
1: She can't be a MILF yet. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> she does not look, uh, like, 15 years older than... You know, Just Like Heaven or Sweet Home Alabama or he looks the same. I love Sweet Home Alabama. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) So I'm really excited. I'm sure it'll get like slaughtered by the critics and nobody will like it but me. So I don't care.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not too interested in it, but I might see it eventually.
0: We have it. This is the big release that everyone's very excited for and I'm very scared for. But I'm, I, I'm still debating. It depends on what the uh, – I always do my research for the R-rated films, you know, and just see, like, why it's rated R. and um, Depends on how violent it is. Um, but I might be tempted to give it a shot. Go out of my cupboard. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I think you should. It won't, <laughs> it won't hurt you. You'll survive. Have you seen the TV
0: movie? No, I have not. Okay. I've seen pictures and I, you know, I have, I've tried to get on my comfort zone a little bit with horror in the last couple of years. I saw the Babadook. I saw the gift. I saw, um, the I can horror. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know the
0: horror thriller. It, it gets meshed, yeah. but I saw, um, Oh gosh. What was I saw? Morgan. That wasn't very good. Um, I don't know. I tried. I just saw get out, which was, or whatever uh, you want to call it. But I've tried to step out of my comfort zone a little bit.
1: So. Yeah. Well, I respect that. I mean, no pressure. But I think <laughs> it looks really good. Um, it, it looks like it's pretty true to the Stephen King book. Hopefully not too true because there's a lot of very, like, graphic things. Not just the horror, yep. but, like,
0: sexually. Right. Um, that, that's I where I usually draw the line.
1: Yeah. I mean... There's stuff that happens in the book. My sister read it. I never read it. Mm. She told me about it. But there's stuff that happened in the book that I'm sure they won't show in the movie. Um, But I think it looks really good. I was excited to have William Poulter as Pennywise. um, But they, like, completely scrapped that. So, hopefully, um, Skarsgård, I don't know. What's his name? I just call him Skarsgård. Oh, Alexander's brother. Not
0: Alexander, Bill.
1: (laughs) Right, his brother.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as well. Um, yeah, I would be—he would be more attractive clown. <laughs> he was Alexander Skarsgard. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I did see the visit, and I saw Split. So. Okay,
1: I guess those kind of count as horror. A little bit. It's still kind of much. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm excited, and critics seem to love it so far. So.
0: Oh really? Has it gotten some reviews already?
1: I mean uh people have tweeted about it so and it's been overwhelmingly positive so
0: cool yeah i probably will uh i probably will see it but i probably have to go with my brother so oh, I yeah hold on to his hand i get scared <laughs> um so yeah uh it does look pretty scary and it, but it looks well made it looks like cinematography's good uh mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's a uh a, a, a good movie not just you know like a lot of horror movies we'll talk about some that feel really uh really put together you know cheaply made so any genre can so um, i'll probably maybe i'll go see it and then like go see home again just like (laughs) there you go
1: so you don't have nightmares just don't go to the all clown showing of
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if anybody doesn't know what that is uh it's alamo draft house it, it they announced because they they got all this stupid protesters about all women wonder woman screenings. so just to troll those people they they're announcing an all clown <laughs> the screenings of it which i think is hilarious 15th we have two really big releases where there's We're not talking about everything, but there are some indies and stuff that we won't talk about. But um, uh, they have American Assassin. um, Dylan O'Brien and Michael Keaton Taylor Kitsch are the stars. Uh, It's about a guy recruited by the CIA to become the best assassin they've ever met. But he gets into trouble on an assignment. So uh, what do you think of this? The trailer and everything?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not usually into these kind of movies, like with the shooting and hitting and fight. that's that doesn't really interest me. But this actually does look pretty good, and I do like Dylan O'Brien, so I'll probably go see it. Um, but I I'm was like surprised
0: because at last I had heard from him was that he had been injured. Too bad and they had to cancel the rest of the the uh, Maze Runner movie, the third Maze yeah. Runner movie. So I was a little surprised well, when I saw his name yeah. on this. It's
1: been, a, it's been probably a couple of years since that injury happened.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: think he probably recovered enough to do this. And the third Maze Runner is coming out in January.
0: So. Oh, is it? Okay. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, it looks pretty generic to me, to be honest. Um, I mean, Michael Keene will probably elevate it, like he does a lot of things. Uh, but I don't know. Let
1: me give it a chance for Dylan O'Brien. I think he – I think he could really be, like, the next big thing. Like, mm. the Maze Runner's been a starting ground for him, but I think he could go places.
0: Okay, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it, it could it could be good. Mother, and this I'm actually pretty excited about. It definitely looks pretty scary. Um, it's got Jennifer Lawrence, who I love, uh, Javier Bardem, Dom, Dom Hall-Gleason, who has the hardest name in the world to say, uh, Chris, Kristen Wiig. And Ed Harris, Michelle Pfeiffer, so this huge cast, Darren Aronofsky is the director, and it's about a couple whose relationship is tested when an uninvited guests arrive at their secluded home. It looks pretty scary. So, like, uh, they you have to buy that Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem are this couple, which seems a little hard to believe. But, um, uh, But anyway, and they start inviting, like, all these people all of a sudden come to their house. And uh, things just get creepier and creepier and creepier and creepier. And And, I don't know, it looks, I I think it looks good.
1: Yeah, it does look good. And the trailer makes good use of music, the creepy violin sound that they throw in there. So yeah, I think it looks good. And I like Black Swan's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So this has me optimistic just because of that. But I'm cautiously optimistic.
0: Yeah. I feel like Ed
1: Harris.
0: I feel like Ed Harris can do that creepster Thing when he wants to, he can be kind of creepy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and can we? T- you just uh breezed over the fact that Kristen Wiig is in this, which I didn't see her in the trailer. And um, uh, yeah, that's I what, believe you. Yeah, but it's just like whoa. Should be interesting because I'm used to her being a uh, in comedic and comedic. Roles.
0: Yeah, but she's sometimes like in The Martian. She's not always comic. Oh,
1: yeah. And she was in with uh, friends with friends with kids, which I hated.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I
1: did, She probably didn't
0: see it. Friends with kids. No, I actually did see that. Did um, she? No, I don't. Maybe she was. I know that Maya Rudolph was in that. Anyway. Okay, making that up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it should be interesting. I, I, I know that, like, all of a sudden it's, like, cool to hate Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not on that bandwagon. I like her. I think she's a great actress. Uh, and uh, so, there you go. Um, Okay, so September 22nd, uh, we have Kingsman the Golden Circle. Uh, I actually haven't seen the first Kingsman, believe it or not. (laughs) Uh, And so this is a sequel to the first one brings back Colin Firth, Mark Strong, Taron Edgerton.
1: Okay um the first one i can see why you haven't seen it it's got over the top violence yeah but it's so much fun like Mm -hmm. by far one of my favorite movies of 2015 which is saying a lot because that was a strong year of movies for me Mm -hmm. so i'm super excited about this um i think it looks really great it's got an even bigger cast than the first one did so I am just really looking forward to this and I almost want to say you should watch the first and Go see this. Okay.
0: Um, have, how do you think that they're going to, I mean, I know enough about it to know, like, how do you think they're going to bring back Colin Firth?
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure. And I don't like that they kind of spoiled that in the trailers. I mean, I knew it just because it was reported in entertainment news that he yeah. would be coming back. Um, but yeah, I really don't know how because he was pretty decisively Killed in the first movie.
0: Like, do you think they're gonna have like a twin or something lame like that?
1: I I think they're just gonna insult our intelligence and just pretend like he didn't really die. And they'll have some sort of way Uh. to excuse it. My friends and I, we were like, we don't really need Colin Firth. Like, he's good and all, but like for continuity, just don't bring him back. We would be fine. That's what
0: they did Sherlock season three, and it was so lame. He just like comes back, and they never explain why. Colin for it. No, I'm. Um, uh, <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it would have probably been better if he. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I know I need to get with it, uh, and uh, and let's see. My my, I've I've. Uh, I used to have such high standards back in 2015. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, okay. So then we have Lego Ninjago, uh, opening that weekend. This uh, has voice acting Jackie Chan, Olivia Moon, Dave Franco, and many, many more. It's basically about six ninjas that must defend uh, their island called Ninjago, and they're, but they're like high school students on the side. It's like a uh, – and I, I actually am not that excited about this. I, I don't know. I just Nothing I've seen has really gotten me excited. I don't know. I just haven't loved – it's fine, and I hated the short that was uh, in front of Storks last year. So I don't know if maybe that's part. I still have sort of a bad taste in my mouth uh, from that short. I, but I just, I don't know. I'm just not that excited. I'm Maybe it'll, I'm not not excited. I'm just kind of eh, on it. I'd like it yeah, to the,
1: only, the only reason I am like somewhat excited is because I really like the Lego movie and I like the Lego Batman movie even more. Mm. Um, but it doesn't look as good. Yeah. I'm hoping that they are saving the best parts for the movie and that I'll be really impressed. I'll definitely go see it. Yeah. But uh I'm not super optimistic.
0: Like I don't think it'll be awful. I don't know. I'm just not I'm just not that excited about it. Uh no. and yeah, there's just nothing that looks that sort of visually interesting. And I actually didn't like the Lego Batman movie as much as the Lego movie. I liked it, but not as much as Lego the original Lego movie because I felt that one had so much more heart and emotion. And I thought that it was they they it was a lot more visually beautiful to me like they just little things like in the lego movie when they dive into water you see like the bricks come up and flow and in lego batman movie it's just like regular water and i'm like oh but yeah, i do
1: I, <laughs> I can see where you're coming from i'm a huge batman fan so i think that's uh, why it appealed to me because there are so many like little uh yeah flashbacks or easter eggs to other batman movies so i really like that it was really thing,
0: funny. I enjoyed it very much. Obviously, you I, w- it?
1: I will say that whenever I do watch the uh, Lego Ninjago movie trailer, every time they do the Lloyd joke, like mm-hmm. where his dad's calling him a I, I don't know why, but that makes me laugh every time. So It
0: makes me laugh because my sister's married to Laloid. so Okay. A lot of Laloids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Laloid. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so all my niece three of my nieces are last name Lloyd and I mean Oh okay. So, yeah. So hopefully I, I'm hoping that it'll be a lot of fun. It's been a rough year for for animation, mainstream animation. So uh I hope it'll be good. Um okay, so then we have Victoria and Abdul. This uh, stars Judy Dench, and she plays Queen Victoria. She's already played Queen Victoria at least once uh, in an Oscar-nominated role in Her Majesty Mrs. Brown, which is a movie I love. And I actually, we did uh, me and my friend Richard did a whole podcast on uh, on our on it a couple of months ago because uh, it's just a great movie. It's really well written. She's amazing in it. And this <laughs> I have to say feels like almost the same plot. I'm like, how did Victoria? have the exact same thing happen to her twice because because her majesty mrs brown is all about her befriending this like scottish a rogue kind of character and and then this is all about her befriending this indian guy and so (laughs) you'd think that like by this point the staff the royal staff (laughs) victoria like befriending these weird men but uh, (laughs) But I, I, I think it looks charming. I like these kind of movies. I like royal movies. I like British movies. I, I, I like. I, you know, you put Judy Dench on there, I'll probably like it. Probably watch it. And I think that this is as close to I. I would be shocked if she doesn't get nominated for this. Uh, she's been nominated seven times before. It's just one of those things that like the dames are in a movie unless it's awful. They usually get nominated.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, it's the same thing with like Maggie Smith is going to get nominated every year that she's on Downton Abbey because she's Maggie Smith. And right. so I, I would be willing to put money on that, that she will get nominated for Victoria and Abdul. Uh, but I don't know. I think it looks charming. I'm excited. Yeah, it does
1: look, it looks like a cute movie. And I love Judy Dench. Like, she just feels like your grandmother with a British accent, so yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't guy. help but love her, and she yeah. was great in philomena um oh yeah so so i'm ex- i'm i'm I say I'm excited for it, but I don't know if I'll like rush out to see it uh <laughs> it might not play in my theaters around here, but we'll see you'll,
0: you'll be like, I'll wait on the Kingsman <laughs> and I'll see you to out duel instead No. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I <don't think> so. <laughs> Um, All right, so we also have uh, Battle of the Sexes, which is another indie opening that weekend. It probably is opening small, I bet, that weekend and going out further. But uh, this is one definitely to keep an eye out for Oscars, I think. It's, uh, It's about this tennis match that was dubbed the Battle of the Sexes between Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs, and it stars Steve Carell and Emma Stone. And it looks, I think, really fun.
1: Yeah, it does. And I think Emma, Emma Stone does a good job of transforming into a different character because we often see her as the same like somewhat quirky, comedic character and she feels like a different person than this, which is just a, a sign of what a good actress she is. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it looks good. I I think I'm going to want to punch Steve Carell in the face after this, but...
0: Yeah, he seems to be able to place the funny guy or the jerk.
1: Right. Or the, like... <laughs> extreme jerk in (laughs) Foxcatcher. yeah
0: exactly i mean actually i should say in the big short he was actually uh, i thought he deserved the oscar nomination for the big short not christian bale because i just thought he was the emotional core of that movie and you just saw him just getting more devastated by the minute and whereas i thought that i thought that christian bale was sort of the autistic special character we've seen a million times i didn't think it was that special uh, of a performance uh so anyway but i thought he was really good in that so i yeah i think we'll we we'll probably will <laughs> punch him in the face <laughs> but i i think it'll i think it'll be good i i hope it's good
1: yeah um, i'm looking forward to it
0: yeah and i wouldn't be surprised if they end up both of them with nominations uh then we have uh this is one that since my channel kind of focuses on animation, I thought I'd bring up is one called Loving Vincent. Uh, This is really cool. This movie is made pretty much exclusively with oil paintings. They've never had an anime. They made like 60,000 oil paintings to make this so instead of like cells instead of you know whatever uh, instead of computer animation they actually made all of these oil paintings so that they could make this animation and if you watch the trailer it looks like van Gogh's paintings like come alive and I think it looks really cool and uh just something different so I'm excited for it
1: yeah I remember seeing videos on Facebook like two years ago about this and how they were working on this and how they have hundreds of well over a hundred painters mm-hmm. like working to put this together and it just felt like too cool to be true you know yeah so seeing an actual trailer and knowing it's being released is is pretty awesome uh, yeah. but my concern is like can the story itself match the breakthrough animation
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and I'm not like I can handle an artistic piece uh movie like that doesn't have a ton of story Um, it just depends on pacing and how it's sort of. I don't know. It's like I like I'm a Terrence Malick apologist, and a lot of people uh, hate his. You know, because he doesn't have a ton of story. So they could do it where it would work, and they could do it where it would be really boring. So just it just depends on how they execute it, I guess.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but that could be a
0: problem for sure. Yeah,
1: you think this is a lock for uh, best animated picture nominee?
0: Well, see, this is where things get interesting because they changed the rules this year to allow, because it used to be that the nominations were created by like a committee of experts who basically knew of animation experts and directors and stuff. I don't know who, but anyway, so that's why you ended up with some of these smaller movies because there are actually like people who knew animation and knew the movies. That we're doing the nominations, and then everybody got to vote. well, they just changed it this year for documentaries and for animation that the nominations are decided by the whole body of the Uh-oh. academy so that could i mean i 'm hopeful that we still get some of these that the because i 'm hopeful that we still get some of these animated films like that are these independent animated films, these artistic films. Uh, that I mean, I think something like the breadwinner, we'll talk about it in a little bit, has a pretty good chance because it's going to be championed by Angelina Jolie. It has a company distributor that's really passionate behind it, um, that's going to get it in the hands of all these voters and everything. So I'm hopeful that it won't change, but it could be that everybody's just like, here are the five that my kids like, <laughs> and that will be really depressing. <laughs> Um, So it's by no means a lock because of that reason. I think if it was last year, it would definitely, it would definitely be a lock, but I I hope that, that we haven't, that this change hasn't uh, screwed over independent animation films, because really the Oscars were sort of the one thing that they had to kind of a movie like my life is a zucchini or, um, you know, um, uh, what's that one um, by Charlie Kaufman. I can't think of it. Anyway, um, these smaller films could, uh, could, get, uh, Animalisa, Lisa movies like that, could get, uh, a lot of sort of praise and publicity and everything like that. So, we'll see how it works out. It's gonna be interesting, but if it's, I swear, if this, if, 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 if the Oscars this year are like Boss Baby and, and Despicable Me 3, and <laughs> I'm just, it's gonna be a hard day for me. Um, okay. so, <laughs> um so okay so september 29th we have american made tom cruise it's a pilot recruited by the CIA to be a drug runner um and this is director doug lyman i love edge of tomorrow i think that movie's so good and i actually have heard good things by people in britain have already seen this and i've seen a couple reviews that they liked it i think it actually looks pretty solid
1: yeah it's getting better reviews than i thought it would, just because Tom Cruise has kind of not been on the right path lately. Yeah. Um, especially critically. So, mm-hmm. I was surprised to see it's getting really good reviews, but I'm happy it is. It yeah. it kind of reminds me of, I don't know if you saw this, but just the trailer reminds me of Gold.
0: Oh, Gold. yeah. I never saw that movie, but yeah, yeah I can see what you mean. not
1: bad, but yeah, it kind of has the same vibe for me. I mean, they're both based on true stories and I mean there are other similarities but
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it'll be kind of a edgier have some of that Mission Impossible vibe that we know he's so good at but also have some edge and some uh so I hope it'll be good um okay so then we have Flatliners this is a remake of a 1990 film. I have not seen. Have you seen the original?
1: I haven't. I, does it have Keeper Sutherland in it? I, uh, I
0: like, think it has Kevin Bacon in it. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it. Uh, but my friend, uh, when I did a most anticipated with uh, my friend, Henry, he had this as one of, he actually, he had the American assassin and uh flatliners on his list of what he was most looking forward to. So, uh, yeah, it's it's about people can stop their hearts in order to experience the afterlife for, uh, I guess, a few seconds. And Ellen Page, Diego Luna, and it's directed by a Danish guy named Niles Arden Oplev. And he did the original foreign version of Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, I guess. So, yeah,
1: I mean, I think it looks really good. I mean, it's up my alley. It's yeah. probably not your kind of movie, but yeah, it just... It kind of gave me, like, Final Destination vibes, uh, which I like that series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing yeah, what it's Yeah, it should is be it.
0: interesting. Ellen Page was somebody after Juno that I thought would was going to be, like, a huge star. Yeah. And she hasn't really turned out the way I, I would have expected.
1: Yeah, I, I get that. Um, I like her a lot as a person, and I and I hope good things were... I mean, she had Inception, which was also a, a high point for her. Yeah, uh, and she but was it would in X-Men. Oh, right, right. It'd be, it would be great to see her uh, actually, like, return and be successful again, you know?
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'll probably see it. It looks pretty good. Um, so, okay, so October 6th, uh, we have Blade Runner to 2049. Uh, this, is of course, a the sequel to the original, uh, but this time starring Ryan Gosling. It has Jared Leto, Dave Bautista, and Harrison Ford returning. He's making his victory rounds <laughs> amongst <laughs> all his greatest hits. Right. And, <laughs> uh, and it looks beautiful. Director Denis Villeneuve uh, is a very talented man. He knows how to make a beautiful movie. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how, what he does with it. I know that he's very passionate about this movie. He loves the original. And he, he flat out said, like, I'm going to direct it because I don't want someone to mess it up because he mm-hmm. loves the original that much. So I, I, that's always a good sign when people have passion for their movie. <laughs> yeah, so. I,
1: I think this is going to be really good. It, like you said, it looks visually stunning. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm optimistic. I like the cast. Ryan Gosling is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen the original in so long, so I definitely need to refresh myself on that mm-hmm. before before it comes out. I have plans to watch it with my roommate soon. so.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, and it's good that they're not remaking it. This is a sequel. Yeah, I always like that that kind of way of thinking better than a remake.
1: Right. I mean, they they remade. Oh shoot, what is it? The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that they remade with uh, Colin Farrell. Oh and, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, what was that? Total Recall.
1: Total Recall. Yeah, I'm glad that they're not going that route because yeah, exactly. uh, leave the original as it is and then expand on it. There we go.
0: Yeah, I wonder if Harrison Ford's character is gonna die. <laughs> He's making uh, all the victory laps, you know, so that he can like kill all off. For people who haven't seen, uh, <laughs> kill off all his characters. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it looks it looks like it's got a great cast. It looks beautiful. The trailers have been good. I, there's no reason not to be excited about this one, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Um, Okay, then we have The Mountain Between Us with Kate Winslet and Idris Elba. Two people survive a plane crash in the mountains and they have to figure out a way to get home. This looked really cheesy to me. I I do not understand (laughs) why. Like if this didn't have Kate Winslet and Idris Elba, I would have no interest in it. But they're such good actors that it does sort of, it's like they must have something that drew their attention. But I don't know. I thought it looked really cheesy.
1: Yeah, you, you would think that uh, those names being in it would be a good sign, but then we had the Dark Tower, and we had uh, yeah. the Divergent series. I don't know if you like those. Yeah,
0: but... and, and Kate Winslet was in the Collateral Beauty.
1: Oh, right. I guess it yeah.
0: super bad last year.
1: So, I don't know. Maybe they're getting desperate, but <laughs> they shouldn't. Um, this actually reminds me of The Edge. I don't know if you ever saw that.
0: I've heard of it. I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, it has uh, Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. They get there's a plane crash in alaska but it's not like snow-covered alaska and they have to fight off oh, okay. bears i love the movie when i was in high school um this doesn't look as good no which... oh,
0: the dialogue looked really corny yeah
1: yeah and you just yeah. know the dog's gonna die they're gonna eat that dog right <laughs> i hope not i hope not that would be sad uh,
0: there's I, I wish i had it written down there's actually a website uh, I think it's does the dog die or something like that.com where you can look oh, up-
1: really?
0: <laughs> you can find That's it. Funny. I
1: didn't My know friend. other people were wondering.
0: <laughs> My friend was telling me about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I this uh, I'd be surprised if this is any good. But who knows? Yeah. You you never know. Um, okay, then we have The My Little Pony, My Little Pony the movie. Uh, Zoe Saldana, Kristen Chenoweth, Emily Blunt and the entire cast of the actual uh, ponies on the show. Uh, when a dark force threatens Ponyville and the main six, they go on a journey to the end of Equestria to save their beloved home. So there's a couple of reasons why, before you laugh, there's a couple of reasons why I actually am excited about this. First of all, the show is actually pretty well done. If you uh if you watch the the show, it's actually pretty well written. It's it's pretty they're pretty good production. They do a good job making the show. So uh I I guess I'm like, but I also am just excited as somebody who loves 2D animation, we haven't had a major studio put out a 2D animated film in so long, so I, I'm actually kind of excited for it just for the artistic style of it, uh, because I just feel like all of these animated films, if they're not an indie, look exactly the same, and so I am excited on that level, um, and... <laughs> I hope it'll be good. I hope it'll be good for the fans uh, that like it, both the bronies and the, you know, the tons of little girls who love it. I hope it'll be good. Uh, So I don't know. There you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is actually my most anticipated movie of the fall. So no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm definitely (laughs) not a brony. brony. (laughs) No, I'm not a brony. And this is probably the movie that we're going to talk about that I can almost certainly tell you I'm never going to see. <laughs> but I love that there's people that are interested in it. Because um, yeah. there's a little bit of everything for
0: everyone. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so. Yeah. And, and I'm really excited because I'm actually been doing a podcast on the movie with my friend Paleo Stino, who is an awesome YouTuber, has a lot more subscribers than I do. So it's actually, a, I'm really excited. It's kind of a get for my channel. So that'll be super fun uh and uh so something to uh something to look i'll be taking notes at the my little pony movie so that's how weird my life is (laughs) (laughs) um okay so uh so october 13th we have another mountain movie (laughs) six below miracle on the mountain this is just the year for mountain movies Um, this is a faith-based film josh starring josh hartnett who hasn't been in a movie in so long i feel like uh, and anyway, he's a former hockey player who gets stranded on the mountain. So yeah, this looks like. Also, doesn't look very good. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Thank the twist know. is he runs into <laughs> Kate Winslet. <laughs> <and Yeah>. Yourself.
0: <laughs> it's, what? It's a cinematic, are you guys doing?
1: cinematic it's a miracle.
0: Universe. <laughs> cinematic universe miracle of mountain movies. Mountain. <laughs>
1: that would be
0: great. They like they like run into White Fang and then like Liam Neeson is there. <laughs>
1: yes exactly <laughs> <Break>. uh,
0: <laughs> that's awesome no, but, yeah. yeah that one probably won't be very good okay no. so this one I'm really curious for your thoughts on though it's called The Foreigner <laughs> um, Jackie Chan uh, and they actually say in the little bio it says Jackie Chan in a serious role <laughs> as a man who goes for revenge when the police do nothing to help him when his daughter is killed in an IRA bombing. So this is set in Ireland um, or England or whatever. And it has Pierce Brosnan and it's directed by Martin Campbell, who certainly can do this kind of movie well. And so, I don't know, actually, I'm kind of curious to see. I mean, Jackie Chan looks super old in it, but he's, I think he can still kick butt. And, uh, you know, you got Pierce Brosnan, he was, you know, Bond. Uh, so I don't know. What do you think?
1: Um, well, I don't have much of an opinion on this. It's not my kind of movie, kind of like I said earlier, but, um, I do think they're, they're kind of like implying heavily that Pierce Brosnan is in on this whole thing, which I don't like when a trailer does that. Like if he is part of, uh, whatever happened to his wife or or daughter, sorry, um, Mm -hmm then that's kind of cheap for them to kind of give it away in the trailer like that. But yeah, he does look a lot older and um, it's a movie
0: I'll probably skip. Oh, okay. I'm actually really curious about it. Martin Campbell's made two Bond movies and including one with Pierce Brosnan. And I don't know. I think it's, I'm kind of curious about it. I think it looks interesting. And uh, so I hope it'll be good. Uh, I feel like it's been a while since we had a Jackie Chan action movie. Right be pretty cool um okay then we have this day we have uh, <laughs> happy death day <laughs> and this is a horror movie about a girl who keeps living the same day she's been killed over and over again and it's by the people who made the purge and those those series and i think this looks really silly uh, it's Aww. not my it's really not my cup of tea I saw the trailer and i'm like wow they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel in the horror world uh and and also we already had before i fall we had i feel like like we're getting all of these movies with like repeating the same day we had edge of tomorrow (laughs) and now we get happy death day uh i don't know this is not this not for me so this isn't my i i i definitely don't see myself seeing happy death day but
1: okay well this is for me then yeah it's like the horror Groundhog Day, yeah. Um, but yeah, what I like about this is it looks like it's not going to take itself too seriously. It looks a little campy, mm-hmm. a little funny. Um, so I think that's good. But it looks like a lot of fun. I miss, personally. I know you will not agree, but I miss <laughs> horror movies with like a person with a knife, slasher movies. Yeah, we don't get those very very often anymore. Okay. So I'm I'm looking forward to this, even though it's probably one person with a knife but I think it looks like a lot of fun yeah. um yeah I, I know I'll mean? definitely
0: I can see, see what you point. mean it definitely has that guy with a mask you know like going back to Carpenter movies and things like right. that so I can see uh the appeal um okay so then we have Marshall this is a biopic uh, about Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall starring Chadwick Boseman and I would say this I think that I wouldn't be surprised if this comes up Oscars in the Oscar talk. Chadwick Boseman. Um, it looks it looks like a standard biopic. Doesn't look so great to me, but uh, he's he's like gotten he's played he's like the biopic guy. I don't know. <laughs> he's played um, Jackie Robinson. He's played, uh, um, crap, uh, what's his name? Um, get on up! Get on up! I can't think of a name all of a sudden. My- oh, Jackie Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah um so james brown james but, brown yeah anyway so i think it'll be good i think we solid uh but and i think you'll probably get nominated if if it's i wouldn't be surprised at least
1: yeah for sure i mean i i'm i have the same sentiments as you like this is the one i took notes on all of these movies this is one i have the shortest notes for. i But yeah. looks good
0: Yeah, that's right
1: <laughs> i mean it, okay. it looks good it looks yeah. like a standard fire pick
0: right Okay, so then we have Goodbye Christopher Robin, and I'm really excited about this. It's about the writing of Winnie the Pooh and A. Milne, and it stars Dom, Dom Hill Gleason with his very hard name. And I, I think this looks so charming and wonderful and lovely, and just my, like, because I love, I like British stories. I like, you know, of course, I love Disney. I love Winnie the Pooh. I think, actually, the Disney Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is the most underrated of all of the Disney films. It's just treated as like this kids film, but there's actually a lot to it. And I think this
1: looks good. Like it kind of reminds me of Saving Mr. Banks, which I like that I movie. I love Saving Mr. Yeah, Banks. yeah. So I mean, I think it'll be good. Um, I don't know if it'll be a big box office success, but I'll see it.
0: Yeah, I don't. Think, I think it's a small, a pretty small movie, so I don't think it needs to be a huge success. Right, right. But um okay yeah so i'm looking forward to that and domino gleason looks good in the uh in the part almost looks like yeah almost could think it was Ian mcgregor young Ewan mcgregor
1: yeah and i like him a lot he's he's a very underrated actor i think yeah
0: i think so okay so october 20th we have boo Two, a Medea halloween oh my gosh uh sequel to last year's boo movie um and it's the plot involves Medea, Bam and Hattie going to a haunted campground where they find monsters, goblins, and the boogeyman. <laughs> have you seen I have not seen a single Medea movie. I am I am Medea free in my life. Okay.
1: I've seen quite a few. Um I'm not a big Medea freak though. But <laughs> they're fun. Like
0: Yeah, are they? They okay. make me
1: laugh. They're they're nothing like great, uh, quality wise, but they're good for like a few laughs and uh that's about it did you know didn't the, see the first one
0: did you know the, the one last year that they uh <laughs> that it came all came off of a joke in top five uh chris rock tells you know that his like epic slave revolt movie like <laughs> is gonna get beat by medea boo uh, medea halloween <laughs> and then they actually like went and made the movie
1: that's funny yeah, anyway. I, yeah I didn't know that um yeah.
0: Because he's, like, promoting some, like, Haitian refugee movie in top five, anyway. Yeah, so, I
1: know Tyler Perry said last year that Boo was his, uh, his best movie, that he's, or his funniest movie he's made. So, I mean, I own it. I could watch it if I wanted to. I just haven't gotten around to it
0: yet. Maybe I will. So funny. You're so funny. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'll have an audience, and it'll probably make quite a bit of money. So, yeah, the, trailer
1: um, so that? the
0: trailer made me laugh.
1: What's that? The trailer made me laugh.
0: Okay. Um, so then we have the, one of my personally most anticipated of fall um, is Geostorm. No, I, I think this looks absolutely uh, like atrocious. Really? <laughs> the, the The series of satellites control the weather and they go to pieces causing mass destruction. Gerard Butler, which I have seen it. The man can act, but he has just been making horrible decisions after horrible decisions. and <laughs> uh, It just my gosh like what is he thinking like taking these scripts like with gods of egypt like come on like he had to know that that was bad and and then this and uh it's got abby cornish jim sturgis and it looks like a roland emmerich movie and i i am not a roland emmerich fan um i don't know i just think this looks awful and exhausting and frustrating and uh horrible (laughs) do you have any for it (laughs)
1: <laughs> no not really <laughs> um and i do love a good disaster movie but yeah this this reminds me of the day after tomorrow which is roland emmerich and i hated that movie yeah it's um awful. and yeah i had in my notes gerard butler is a red flag he, i haven't liked anything he's done in a long time
0: a long so, long time.
1: if he's in a movie i almost assuredly will not want to see
0: yeah
1: yeah
0: it's just a shame it is a shame he is capable like he really can act and he just picks these horrible projects so i have no hope for geostorm and there's some people who think it's going to be like a like a guilty pleasure like the core or something like that or volcano which are just so like ridiculous but i really don't see that in there i think it's going to take itself very seriously i think it's going to be very groan inducing and yeah, I I see very much Independence Day resurgence too all over this, and uh, so yeah, we'll see for geostorm
1: We probably won't see.
0: That. <laughs> we probably won't see. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll see how it does, but uh, we'll yeah. No, uh, <coughs> oh, okay. So then we have only the brave. Uh, this is elite crew of firemen in Arizona. It's got a great cast. Josh Brolin, Miles Teller, Jeff Bridges, a whole bunch of people. Miles Teller is kind of the lead in it. He's like the new recruit, the rookie firefighter. (laughs) Um, I don't know. This looks another one that looks pretty corny to me, but it could be entertaining.
1: Yeah. It feels like this year's deep, uh, deep horizon or deep Deep water water horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was okay, but. Yeah, this will probably be okay, and I definitely won't go see it in the
0: theater. But Peter Ware knows how to make—he's a better—I don't know who made making this, but Peter Ware is like a really good filmmaker, you know. And so he's—I think—able to elevate that material in Deepwater Horizon right. farther than than the average than it would have been just on the surface. Um, yeah, I'm not that excited about Only the Brave. This looks like kind of a rough weekend. Uh, then we have same kind of different as me. This is another faith-based film. Uh, this has Greg Kinnear. He stars as a family man who befriends a homeless man, Diamond Hansu. It's got Renee Wells, Renee Zellweger and John Voigt. Um, you know, the, the faith-based films have been getting a little bit better. I think, uh, they, they have been improving. So maybe this'll, this'll be, uh, maybe this'll be good. We'll see. I don't know. Greg Kinnear is a pretty good actor.
1: Yeah, wasn't he in um, A Different Faith? He was in *It's Not Dead, right?
0: No, he was in um, not, um, he was in, what's it called? Shoot. Um, The one about the the little boy. Not Miracles from Heaven. That was Jennifer Garner. Heaven Can Wait. Um, That's it. Was it Heaven? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so I don't know. We'll see about that. This is kind of a niche audience weekend. Uh, yep. the, uh, and then we have the snowman. When, I know what
1: I'm seeing that yeah.
0: <laughs> Geostorm or the snowman. Uh, <laughs> so, this is a detective who investigates the disappearance of a victim on the first snow of winter, and then it becomes like a serial killer situation. Michael Fassbender, Rebecca Ferguson, Charlotte Gainsburg, Val Kilmer, J.K. Simmons, great cast. This looks great.
1: Yeah, it looks so good. It kind of reminds me of Seven, based on the trailer, which Mm -hmm. I love Seven. Uh, So, yeah, this is one of the movies I'm more looking forward to in October.
0: I even got, like, some maybe some Fargo kind of vibes, maybe a little bit. Oh, yeah, Uh,
1: and I love Fargo, so. mm
0: -hmm. So, yeah, I think this looks really good. It looks really atmospheric. It's got great actors. There's no reason not to be excited about this one.
1: Yeah, I I think it looks pretty creepy. (laughs) I, I always think it's funny when a trailer, like, shows a person dead. At one point and then later on it shows them alive. So it's a little bit of continuity. Oh
0: maybe yeah. Maybe they didn't
1: expect people to notice that, but
0: That's true. Should, should so okay. yeah, I think it'll be good and uh it could be a an Oscar thing. I think the name's kind of weird. I don't really like the name, the snowman, but maybe it'll make sense once you see the movie.
1: Well, if it's with the trailer, like it looks like people are in snowmen when they're dead. hmm <laughs> Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> i don't know though it just sounds it's just a weird name i think but anyway but yeah i guess it could fit uh so okay so speaking of horror movies we have the 27th of october we have jigsaw and this is the original mastermind behind all the deadly traps and torture uh it is, so it's a prequel correct
1: uh no it's a it's a sequel from what i understand it's oh, okay. uh, like all a, right. a yeah, you should know this, right? No. Um, I think I've it's,
0: never seen a Saw movie. Thank you. Thank you
1: <laughs> I've seen I've seen them all multiple times. Uh, yeah, don't judge me, but yeah, it seems to be like a copycat um, killer. Yeah, it's it's very convoluted, like who the killer is throughout the Saw series, because it kind of changes, like, but. Yeah, I think it looks. It's that it looks, guy with the mask,
0: though, isn't that isn't that the guy?
1: Oh no, it's the the. It's just a puppet.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's a puppet, but somebody's controlling. I don't controlling know anything. The
0: trailer it. was very scary, but <laughs> I don't really well, know anything about Saw movies except <laughs> I know that there's like rooms with torture.
1: Yeah, it's gratuitous gratuitous gore and uh, torture and. I don't know why, but I like that. It yeah. appeals to me. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a psycho freak killer. But, but.
0: Cool. Well, I, I, like I said, this does feel like this season, there is something for everyone. So it'll be yeah. fun. I will k- watch my uh, Victorian Abdul and you can watch. <laughs> yeah. The next one looks really interesting. Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. And this is a film about the creator of Wonder Woman. Uh, william marston and his polyamorous relationships since rebecca hall and bella heathcote luke evans plays professor marston and uh so i don't know this looks kind of interesting to me
1: yeah it does it's not what i would have expected for like a wonder woman origins not origin for her but right for the comics uh yeah it looks very interesting it's great timing with Mm -hmm. wonder woman being such a big hit but yeah it looks good i
0: i want to see it i did some research for my wonder woman podcast so i didn't know about this with uh about professor marston and he's pretty like not only his relationships but he also said some things about like he 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 loved women but he also like liked watching sort of his his like views on erotica and like stuff were just sort of really weird and and uh that he liked women to be like uh, tied down, and, and it just had some strange and men to be like in authority because women were so strong, and it made him feel good. He has just some weird statements, some weird things, and so <laughs> it's going to be. He's an interesting guy, so it should be a really interesting movie. So I, I think that actually could uh, could be good.
1: Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Trailer. Yeah, uh,
1: I don't know if it will get a. It's probably not getting wide release, though, so
0: yeah, might have to hunt it down. I wouldn't be surprised if you see maybe Rebecca Hall. She's like one of those actresses that gives great performances every year, but has never, is not in like the Oscar Club. Right. So it would be cool if she were to get a nomination, because I thought she was so good in Christine last year. The movie wasn't that great, but I thought her performance was really good. Okay, um, I haven't seen that. Yeah, anyway. Okay, then we have uh, Suburbicon, directed by George Clooney. This is a suburban community rattled by a home invasion, which then begins to reveal the town's dark. An underbelly of betrayal, deceit, and violence. It stars Matt Damon and Julianne Moore, and I don't know. I'm kind of mixed on this. I feel like George Clooney. I, I rather him. I, I like him doing more like full-on dramas, like Michael Clayton and movies like that, uh, as opposed to as opposed to like his comedies, like Men Who Stare at Goats and and uh leatherheads and i don't know they just haven't been as good in this uh, i don't know i'm just not i'm it could be good but i'm kind of eh on this
1: well i think the trailer looks good i mean it looks campy yet dark um it almost gave me like a wes anderson vibe
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, i don't know if you got that at yeah, all yeah but- i could
0: see that it also felt at the beginning i thought oh this seems like early tim burton like the, oh, yeah. the version of suburbia. That's what he used to do. Uh, but I don't know. I, I hope it's good. And I hope it's a fun little movie. Um, but
1: yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it'll be good.
0: Yeah. So it should be interesting. Okay. Then we have Thank You for Your Service. This is a PTSD military movie about Iraq soldiers have trouble adjusting home. Miles Teller, Haley Bennett, Amy Schumer, which is an odd mix yeah. of i i don't know i feel like there's been so many movies like this and i feel like almost none of them are good so i am not really looking forward to this one
1: yeah it seems like they're trying to capitalize off the success that american sniper had um Mm -hmm.
0: and i think good point
1: yeah i think it works well as a trailer but i don't think it's going to work well as a full movie but just the way they put the trailer together like i think they did a good job with doing that if that's one thing I can give them credit
0: for, yeah yeah i it was an okay trailer i I don't know i just I guess I've just been I did like American Sniper, but I don't know, I just feel like I've been burned with a lot of these movies, and they're just almost right. never good so but hopefully it'll be good uh, it's, uh it'll be interesting to see if Miles Teller can really carry a movie because I mean he was very he was good in whiplash, but I feel like he hasn't really uh done anything anything else where I felt like he really yeah. carried, carried the movie. Yeah, it it felt like
1: Whiplash was gonna be like his big start, like to be mm-hmm. this huge Fantastic actor. Four. Right. It's all been kind of fizzling since then. Yeah. But he was great in
0: Whiplash. Yeah, he was good. I mean it's helped but JK Simmons was so great. Right. Yeah. That helped I think a lot. Um okay, so November third. Uh, we're getting into November. It's exciting. Okay, so we have a lot this on this day, November 3rd. We have Bad Moms Christmas. This is the sequel to Bad Moms. Uh, and we get to meet uh, Mila, Mila Kunis' Kristen Bells and Catherine Hahn's mothers, played by Cheryl Hines, Christine Branski, and Susan Sarandon. I have not seen the original Bad Moms, uh, but I have to say that sounds like brilliant casting. Those yeah, women I, as their moms, <laughs> that sounds perfect. Right,
1: yeah. It is a fun cast. I would say, don't watch Bad Moms. Don't watch Bad Moms Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not planning on it.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, good. Okay. I'm looking out for you. I like Bad <laughs> I Bad Moms, so, uh, but I, I don't have a problem with like crude humor, and it yeah. was very crude. Um, yeah, but this I don't I don't know I don't know if it's going to work as well as a Christmas movie. Maybe there were funny parts in the trailer, but I'm just not as sold. Uh, which maybe the low expectations will help, but it it's just seems awfully
0: to- fast. I mean, they definitely rushed yeah. this thing in uh, under in it just over a year from the Back to my British comfort spot, uh, we have <laughs> we have the man who invented Christmas coming out. This is a biopic of Charles Dickens, uh, which I will probably love. Uh, There's no trailer for this yet, uh, but it stars Dan Stevens, Jonathan Price, and Christopher Plummer. So sign me up, buy me a ticket. I'm there with, with just them. And I love Christmas Carol. I'm like a Christmas Carol junkie. I, I did a, uh, (laughs) I did a series called Scrooge month in 2014 where I watched over 35 different versions of Christmas Carol and I analyzed them and I love Christmas Carol. So this I'm very excited for biopic of Charles Dickens is a really interesting guy. Interesting man. Dan Stevens playing him. Hello. So yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, I haven't looked into this too much. There wasn't a trailer, so um, yeah. I was, I'll leave this one to Rachel. But, yeah, <laughs> seems like it could be fun.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Now we get to the big release. That weekend is Thor Ragnarok. And we have the whole team is back. Director Taika Waititi, uh, who did, uh, once we live in the shadow, or what we did in the shadows, and the, um, my, my, my brain last year, the um, hunt for the wilder people. And those are great movies, really good movies. And I haven't liked, I haven't disliked anything that I've seen from him. He's very funny. He manages to, to, to work in warmth and heart with good humor. So I'm really excited to have him as the director. And it's basically Thor finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his whole home world and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat to the ruthless Hela. But first, he must survive a deadly gladiatorial contest that puts him against his former ally and fellow Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. Uh, So there's a Kate Blanchett as Hela and Jeff Goldblum's in the cast. Of course, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange is going to make an appearance. We know that. Uh, So I'm excited for Thor Ragnarok. I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it, it does look a lot of, like it's a lot of fun. Um, I think I mentioned this on our last podcast. It feels very Guardians of the Galaxy inspired. For me. Yeah,
0: that's true. It,
1: yeah, it feels like they're upping the like fun, like humor aspect, which mm-hmm. has been lacking a little bit in the Thor movies compared to a lot of the yeah. other ones. Um, when I first saw the trailer for this, though, when it showed Kate Blanchett at first, I'm like. Why is Kate Beckinsdale from Underworld in this? She looks so much like yeah. her character from Underworld, which I'm not a fan of those movies, but... Okay. Yeah, uh, Kate Blanchett did not look like Kate Blanchett to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, and she looks pretty crazy with that, like, headpiece thing. That looks pretty fun. And, yeah, I, I, I think this is going to be very enjoyable. I hope so, at least, because I wasn't that big a fan of Guardians Volume 2, so I hope this will be mm-hmm. my Marvel movie for the year. I actually really like both of the Thor movies. I know a lot of people don't like the second one. I recognize its flaws, but I just love Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston so much that uh, I still can find entertainment in it. And I, I, I just, I have a big crush on Chris Hemsworth. Let's, let's face it. And so I'm really excited to see him. I think he's so charming. And uh, I, I mean, I love Loki. I just love Loki. And so, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, he's great. So I I hope it'll be fun.
1: What do you think about Thor cutting his hair, though? What's the story Uh, behind that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I typically like shorter hair on guys, so it's not a huge problem for me, but uh, I don't know. It's Chris Hemsworth. He's just so, so great. I just love him. Number 10, we have Daddy's Home 2. It's a sequel to the original, bringing John Lithgow and Mel Gibson uh, in as the dads of will ferrell and mark Wahlberg, and <laughs> maybe this is actually bad dads in the skies <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe this, so
0: i i did not see the original daddy's home i don't know if you did. yeah
1: neither did i i didn't think it looked very good plus yeah. mark Wahlberg and will ferrell have both kind of left a bad taste in my mouth lately so um but i will say when i first saw this trailer i thought it looked really funny like it looked a lot funnier than the first one ever did to me yeah but
0: yeah the first one it just looked like it had a lot of like prop falls and yeah stuff that's not as funny but uh but yeah this looked like it could be could be pretty funny so -hmm.
1: The, the problem that i have and you you probably have the same problem but going to the movie theaters as often as i do i've seen this trailer probably or 15 times by now yeah. and i'm kind of tired of it right so what looked funny at first i'm just gonna like get this trailer off of my screen and we still have a while to go until november so yeah, i'll see it point. a lot more time i've
0: seen it a lot that's true that's a good point yeah uh, so okay so that weekend we have murder on the orient express and I am really, really excited. This is one of my most anticipated of the year, uh, the, the adaptation of the Agatha Christie novel. I really love the novel. I think it is so fun. And it's got such a great cast in there. Uh, you have Daisy Ridley, Josh Gad, Judy Dench. The list goes on and on. And uh, Johnny Depp and Kenneth Branagh playing Pearl. And uh, I think that he's going to be a lot of fun. And I, we wish haven't had a good, like, mystery detective kind of movie for a long time, so I, th- I think it's going to be good.
1: Yeah, I think the trailer looks really, really intriguing. Uh, all yeah. of my friends want to see it, so that's a good sign. I haven't read the book. I'm one of those people that I'd rather watch the movie than read the book, mm-hmm. so I don't know what's going to happen at all. Oh, the trailer's all I know about mm-hmm. this story, so I'm... Hopefully, going to remain unspoiled but yeah i can't wait like this is definitely the movie i'm going to see that
0: yeah yeah I, I mean i think so too i think i think that's probably a good plan like no need to read it now uh, why not go right. and, and 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 be unspoiled but maybe after you see it if you <laughs> like it then go and read it because it is very charming it's a very charming little book november 17th uh we have a big release we have justice league uh, this is very interesting because uh, we have Zack Snyder directing with Josh Joss Whedon directing the reshoots. And also recently they just announced uh, in their press release that Joss Whedon is an, like a, an, a listed writer, screenwriter on the film, uh, and, along with Chris Terrio. And I guess like the, the uh, Writers Guild of America rules in order to be listed as a writer, you have to have like 33% of the script has to be from you, has to be a third or more. And so we know that Joss Whedon, he may have been writing even before he got put on to direct the resuits. We have no idea. Um, But, uh, but anyway, so like his, his contribution is significant enough for a third of the writing, which is interesting. Uh, And so I don't think he's doing just like these minor little things, Uh, but it is Zack Snyder officially as the director. It's not a co-director situation. And anyway, but I'm very curious to see, how this 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 josh sweden Zack snyder marriage turns out because they just seem very different to me and I, I know that they're adding a lot more wonder woman and they're moving things around and changing things around and so i'm i'm really curious to see how it all turns out
1: yeah i'm really rooting for this movie but i'm nervous yeah. as well i've heard early stories that um it wasn't going over so well and that's why they've had to do all these reshoots it makes sense
0: mm-hmm.
1: um Plus, yeah, it makes sense.
0: A story that, like, the original Zack Snyder cut was unwatchable. Is what yeah,
1: that's what I read. There. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, I think it's kind of bad timing with Joss Whedon joining just because of the controversy yeah. in his life, which I hope that doesn't take this movie. Because I really want this DC Universe to go somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't been super impressed with all of their movies. I like Wonder Woman. But, um, I really, like, I want it to do so well because I love Batman. Mm-hmm. So we deserve this.
0: Yeah. I mean, people have been waiting their whole lives to see Justice League movie. Uh, many people. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, of course you want it to be good. I want every movie to be good. And I, I, I don't know, so I, I'm very curious. Maybe they're trying like the opposite approach of Batman v Superman, like, setting everyone's expectations like really low. like It's unwatchable. Right. It's, as opposed to like where they were like, people were standing up and giving uh, applauses and everything before Batman v Superman.
1: <laughs> and then people
0: go see it and they're like, wow, this is way better than I expected it to be.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, this is another one where like the trailer to me, it looks really good. It looks like a lot of fun. But like I mentioned for that other movie that just because somebody can put a trailer together well doesn't mean the movie's going to be good. Yeah. I thought the same thing about Suicide Squad. I thought the trailer looked so good.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And the movie disappointed. So.
0: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. and it, it it looks good. The trailers look fine, but there are parts of it that feel like, oh no, that's what we've gotten, like that feel very Zack snyder and that make me very nervous. And so I don't know i i just i hope it I hope it's good. I want it to be good. It's got yep. uh you know Wonder Woman, of course she's my girl so uh right. i i i hope it I hope it'll be good so we will and, see
1: yeah, the latest trailer that I saw for it, be prepared for this, but apparently some mysterious figure comes, and uh <laughs> I think it I don't remember who it was talking maybe Alfred, yeah. So somebody's going to join them. Yeah. Who could it be?
0: Mm. Mm. <laughs> could be floating dirt. Could it have something to do with that. No. Yeah, um, maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So then we have the star that weekend, and that is this is the animated film about the birth of Christ, the Nativity, told from the perspective of the donkey. And this looks so bad. I mean, <laughs> horrible. This trailer was so bad. <laughs> I. <laughs> i was just like what they even have twerking doves at a certain point you're like how is this this is a nativity story like sony animation has lost their mind i mean they've they've already got given us uh in the emoji movie this year now we get now they have to mess with jesus you know it's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Jesus has nothing to do with this movie. After uh, after they bastardize Nativity story, <laughs>
0: yeah, Jesus disassociates himself with the star. Uh, yeah, it looks so bad. In a way, it's kind of a a fitting ending to, to mainstream animation two thousand. Well, I guess it's not, <laughs> not the last one because you have Coco, but mainstream True. animation uh, two thousand and seventeen, which has been pretty dreadful. But we get a twerking dove in our Nativity movie. And I, I, I'm going to tell my friends, don't watch this. Just stay home and watch the uh, Rankin Bass special from the 70s called Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> that one's going to be much better. Never saw better that better one. Than the Star. Watch, look it up. It's pretty hilarious. It's so. It's very melodramatic. Like, poor Nestor is treated so horrible.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah.
1: I told you go. early on that I would uh, pay this movie one compliment. Can you guess yeah. what that is?
0: Uh, the cast.
1: Well, I mean, the cast is is pretty good. But no, what I what I appreciate about this movie is that they didn't take Mary and Joseph and just make them look like white Europeans. Oh yeah,
0: that's fair. you know because
1: almost every nativity movie you see, like they don't look like they would have really in that in that area of
0: mm-hmm. uh, the world.
1: So I I do appreciate that they kept them. They didn't whitewash
0: it, You know. <laughs> yeah that's fair all right sounds good okay so then we have wonder coming out this weekend this is based on the ya novel that i've read and that is beloved people love this novel i thought it was good i didn't love it but it was good uh it's about this boy who has this sort of trans this disfigured face and uh, how he kind of makes friends and he's just sort of plucky optimism and and gets uh he cheers up to everyone's day and and uh so it it's a it's and this looks like a cute little movie a uh, little inspirational kind of movie uh Julia Roberts, Owen Wilson, Jacob Tremblay I mean my only little like i guess complaint is i don't think he i don't think he looks that that bad like he's supposed to be like so like his face is like he hardly even has a face like it's just like so bad that like people are like and it doesn't it doesn't look that bad to me just like a normal kid with a little just a little off but i don't know so i uh but it looks cute it looks syrupy it looks fine to me yeah
1: yeah i feel the same way like i do like julia roberts i like jacob Tremblay. um Mm -hmm it does look it looks inspirational. it looks a little cheesy. Um, I was interested in this before I ever saw a trailer. The trailer kind of made me less interested
0: <laughs> yeah so. it's a pretty cheesy trailer it's a pretty cheesy book i mean it's it's made for like my nieces love this book they love it, mm-hmm. so you know it's for a particular demographic and so hopefully it'll it'll at least please the people who love the book yeah. Um, yeah. So okay. Then we have Last Flag Flying. And I'm really excited about this. This is my one of my favorite directors is Richard Linklater. I love him, and I just feel like this year we haven't had movies about like real people, like that feel human and like authentic. And maybe it's just because we're not at Oscar season yet. And I think that's what he does best, Richard Linklater. So he writes like human characters that feel real to me, most of the Before movies or Boyhood or. Or uh, um, Days and Confused, I, I just love it. this. Looks like one of his more mainstream-ish films, like he did uh, The Bad News Bears and School of Rock. He has—he's all of his films aren't super artsy. Um, anyway, this looks more mainstream. Steve Carell, Brian Cranston, Lawrence Fishburne. It's about three buddies who reconnect uh, on uh, from I think military. I think uh, on a funeral. I think it's uh, Steve Carell's son. Has died in the in the Iraq War or something like that. Anyway, um, so they reconnect. It looks really cute. I think.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> it, it it looks. I don't know. I, you didn't I like it. Okay. You don't like the trailer? The, no, the trailer looked pretty good. The, my thing, and I'm and don't hate me. <laughs> I actually really do not like Richard Linklater. Okay, like, he's one of my least favorite.
0: How dare you? Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I. His movies typically are just kind of meandering, plotless. And I get how that makes it seem human, but I like having a plot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like just turning on a movie and it happens to be on whatever day mm-hmm. these characters are experiencing. But I do think that this shows more of a plot than a lot of his, like, Boyhead, Boyhood mm-hmm. or the... um the uh, was the one that came out last year
0: oh um uh, everybody wants some
1: yeah everybody wants some so uh, it didn't do anything for me i just i get bored with his movies maybe they're too artsy for me
0: (laughs) i love everybody who wants them i just thought i liked following these guys around and i liked the characters and I, i just love his writing and i i love the before movies i think are so good and uh yeah so i I love of i I'm just a fan of his his styles, but I totally get it it's not for everyone, but yeah, this does look way more sort of mainstream, I feel like
1: right, which I like that for it, uh-huh. uh, just because I don't trust his his non mainstream <laughs> stuff,
0: fair enough, okay, so uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if we get some Oscar talk, either screen, screenplay, because the Oscars do love his screenplays, uh, and uh, also uh, Bryan Cranston particularly, I think. I would be, wouldn't be surprised at all if he gets nominated for this, because uh, the Oscars love Bryan Cranston. And anyway, okay, so November 22nd, we have, this is our last day that we're talking about, uh, we have the big release, uh, Pixar's Coco. Uh, Miguel gets lost in the world of the dead, trying to find his father. And uh, it has Benjamin Bratt, Gael Garcia Bernal in it, and original song from uh, Kirsten Anderson Lopez. And uh, and then it has, they just have the one song. I think it's called Will You Remember? And, or I Will Remember, something like that. And uh, then they also have the Frozen short, Olaf's Frozen Adventure, uh before this uh so what are your thoughts about coco
1: um we talked about this a little bit last time Uh, i think coco looks good um i have lost a little bit of faith in pixar with original stories lately Mm -hmm. Uh, but i i hope this is a good one for them Mm -hmm. uh i hope it's it's uh
0: why have you lost the Because of the Good Dinosaur? You didn't like Good Dinosaur? No, I
1: actually did like the Good Dinosaur. I can understand why a lot of people weren't crazy about it, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking more uh, Brave.
0: Oh, Brave. Cause I know people okay, because about- if you go back, like, yeah, there's Brave, but then you had Inside Out and Good Dinosaur. Oh, yeah.
1: Inside Out, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. forget about that, but <laughs> yeah.
0: I, 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 I also am a little nervous about it just because I feel like feel like I've seen enough Disney films where I can tell the films are really enthusiastic and really pumping and really promoting and the ones that they're just not quite as much. And I feel like this is one of those, I don't know, I'm just, they're not, I feel like I should be hearing the music. I should be hearing, seeing tons of ads. I th- I hated the, the trailer, the last trailer. I thought it was really bad. Um, it has this weird narration. It feels like something from like 1992. It was like Miguel was, uh, you know, was, I don't know. I can't even remember. It was just this weird narration. It's just like in another world, Miguel went and uh I, I, I thought that was very strange. And but it does look beautiful. And I I I think it's it also it's weird that they're putting this frozen short before it. Uh, it either says to me, one, that they are nervous that people won't go see the movie, but it's good, and so they're gonna put the frozen short in front of it, and then because 22 minutes is a long, short, to put before a movie. Long, short. Long, short, yeah. <laughs> um, and so they either, or they're nervous that people won't like it. And so they, they're nervous about it for one reason. They would not do that just, just for no reason. They're either nervous that people won't go see it, or they're nervous that people won't like it. <laughs> one or the yeah. other.
1: <laughs> I think it's more the, uh, the former that they're,
0: uh, that they're I, more nervous that
1: people won't see it. Um, because they see how their their sequels are cash cows. Inside Out was a cash cow, too. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I've come to trust the quality for the most part with Pixar. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried that it's going to be bad. But I do think that even if they do expect audiences to like it, why not get that extra push from Frozen, which is huge, the biggest animated movie ever. Right. So
0: actually, not anymore,
1: Second, second. yeah what's that finding finding dory is the biggest animated movie
0: ever. right 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 Um, but but anyway and so uh i went to a panel with uh, about uh the olaf's frozen adventure at d23 and it actually looks like a legit movie like they're actually putting a lot of work into the songs i think they said there were like six songs and it's written by the sister of kristen anderson lopez uh, and uh, so it's kind of in the family I guess and this mm-hmm. other other girl and uh, it it has one song that uh, they played for us that was really good and that I guess John Laster told these girls he said these women said write a song that people will remember like Silent Night <laughs> and oh, wow. I don't know if I'd put a, I'd go quite that far but evidently every time he hears it he cries like he loves the song and uh I, I thought it was a really pretty song. And I, so I think this will be better than people expect it to be, is Frozen Olaf's Frozen Adventure. I think it'll actually maybe become like a little holiday favorite. I wouldn't be surprised. Starring Bruce Willis. Uh, the man seeks revenge after his family is assaulted and becomes a vigilante. This is also a vigilante assassin season, evidently. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elizabeth Shue and Vincent D'Onofrio in it. I, I think this probably will be pretty bad i mean bruce willis has just been phoning it in for a long time and a remake um eh, i'm not interested really
1: yeah i'm not interested once again this is not my kind of movie um i didn't think it looked bad honestly i thought it looked okay for its audience but the audience is not me
0: yeah there you go okay here this will be an interesting one so we have molly's game opening because this is thanksgiving week that's why there's so many this weekend uh, so we have Molly's Game. This is written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. And here's my unpopular opinion. I am not that high in Aaron Sorkin as everyone else. I think he writes amazing dialogue. He's great at dialogue. But I think his characters are actually kind of one note. And he has, like, the rich guy. And he has the, the, the underdog guy. And he has the, the, I don't know. Like, I feel... Uh, Like for me, I thought that the Jobs, I thought that he made Steve Jobs a really one note character and that he was just the greedy, evil guy. And he he wasn't a a fleshed out human being, in my opinion, uh, with good and bad and weaknesses and strengths and everything like that. He was just, and I felt the same way with a lot of his characters, particularly a lot of his female characters to me feel very one note. And I know I'm way in the minority on that one. Everyone else thinks he's the greatest thing in the whole world. But I felt like in watching this trailer, I did not like this trailer. I thought that Jessica Justine looked very flat, very one note uh, as this uh, woman running this high stakes poker game. And I don't know, she's a great actress, so maybe it won't, but that's just how it felt to me in the trailer. I just felt like it was very flat. And uh, um, Idris Elba, Kevin Costner, Michael Cera, so it's got a great cast, uh, but I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm in the minority on not really thinking, I don't think this will be that great, but it will probably get tons of uh, awards and whatever. So.
1: Yeah. Well, you made me nervous because I thought you were going to say you don't like Jessica Chastain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I love Jessica (laughs) Chastain.
1: Okay, good. She's one of my favorite actresses of this decade. Um, but yeah, this doesn't really interest me. Um, it, yeah, it, didn't do much for me it kind of reminds me of yeah, i'm blanking on the name of it but the movie she was in last year
0: the mrs sloan i think I was, was sloan, yeah
1: which yeah. i like mrs sloan this
0: i never saw it, it feels
1: like oh it's it's a good movie it feels like she's that same character um but i don't think i like this as much because at least mrs sloan had a had a pretty interesting ending that like threw us mm. all off. We weren't expecting it okay. to go the direction it went. Uh, this looks pretty straightforward, and it just doesn't really appeal to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about it come Oscar season, because people love Aaron Sorkin. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, so, okay, we have The Darkest Hour, and this is a Churchill biopic. I don't think we had a trailer for this yet. Uh, Gary Oldman. They do. Oh, they do? Okay, I missed yeah. that uh and yeah i wouldn't be surprised if this comes around oscar season two, gary oldman they love oh, yeah. you know like meryl streep one for playing margaret margaret thatcher um yeah. i wouldn't be surprised did the, what did you like Did you like the trailer
1: i th- i think the trailer looks really interesting but the main reason it looks interesting is seeing gary oldman yeah and how he transforms into winston churchill um, Gary,
0: Gary Oldman's a really interesting actor because that man is in more like horrible movies than anybody I, I can think of, but yeah, he still manages to like have this completely pristine uh, reputation that that he, and and he deserves it for the good movies he's in. But man, he's in some stinkers, and uh, <laughs> it's just sort of funny.
1: He's in some of my favorite movies, so yeah, that's I, what I choose to remember him
0: for. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, it's just sort of it's sort of funny. Um,
1: I I would say like, as soon as we're done with this, go check out the trailer because you will be so impressed with how well they did with prosthetics, making him look like a completely different person when, yeah, I had seen the trailer by myself and then I saw it in the theaters with my friends like a month or probably about a month ago. And as soon as it came on, I told all my friends, I'm like, this is Gary Oldman, pay attention. They were all like, wait, what? And some of them were like, "Wait, who's Cary Oldman?" And I showed him a picture. I'm like, yeah. "That is him." So I'm gonna call it now. He's gonna win an Oscar. for this.
0: I it would be a really good bet. Yeah. I so I think people have been wanting for him to win, and mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, yeah,
1: you you have those Oscar seasons where it's like it's somebody's turn. Yeah. <laughs> like even if they don't necessarily deserve yeah. it, it's yeah. still their turn. Right. Right. Kind of how I felt about Sandra Bullock. It was her turn.
0: How dare you? No, yeah, no, (laughs) I I, I disagree. Yeah, no, there's a lot that like Kate Winslet for the reader. I've never seen the movie, but a lot of people said that that she probably it was kind of a career. Like she's been nominated so many times. Right. I I guess Amy Adams will eventually reach that point. Yeah. Like it's her turn.
1: People were saying that it was her turn this year, and I was like, no, 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 no. I need Emma Stone to get her Oscar first.
0: Yeah, she was so good, though. Amy Adams in two movies, I thought, but oh, well. Um, (laughs) But uh, anyway, so, okay. We only have one more. We're almost done. It's so exciting. Uh, This will definitely get Oscar buzz. Uh, Call Me By Your Name. This is about a boy living in Italy with his American family, and he meets an older American man and they fall in love. Army Hammer, Timothy Chalamet, I guess. Chalamet. This has already gotten a lot of buzz, I think, at festivals. uh, Sundance, I think and uh yeah i think it looks good looks like a, a well-made movie and good performances and uh, so yeah i think it looks good what do you think
1: yeah i think it looks really good it it wasn't uh what i expected it to be just watching the trailer mm-hmm. um army hammer somebody that I've, I've liked but i haven't really seen much of so I, I would like if this could be a breakout role for him mm-hmm. just become a really household name and i think it could be like the movie doesn't feel you know there there's a lot of the lgbt films that like you feel that it's kind of forced right. down your throat, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel that way for it feels like a natural story and they just happen to be right two men right so
0: yeah I it doesn't it, look like a message movie in any kind of way right. and those can be good but but they can also right. be uh just a little heavy-handed yeah and uh, so yeah this looks just looks like a story and looks like good chemistry good performances looks like it's well made so i wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of this um at the oscars and And it uh, doesn't
1: feel cliche yeah which a lot of these can be so uh, Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to it
0: me too um so yeah so there you go wow we finished that was a lot that was a lot uh what what would you say? Like your maybe your top two most that you're most looking forward to of the Ooh. all of these films we talked about
1: oh wow that's tough if i had to narrow it down to two i'm quickly glancing <laughs> over all of the movies that we discussed about okay uh definitely number one i think we'll have to be oh shoot okay i'm gonna have a tie for number
0: one so. okay
1: uh it i can't wait to see so, yeah, uh, I think it's going to be great. Um, uh-huh. Especially now that I know critics are are really liking it. Um, so, yeah, that's highly anticipated for me. And so is Kingsman, The Golden Circle, since I love the first one so much. So, yeah, both of those are in September. So, we mm-hmm. all have other movies that I can look forward to nice. in
0: October and November. I would say <laughs> probably my two most anticipated uh I I um uh I would say probably Thor Ragnarok uh, is up there and then probably uh, Goodbye Christopher Robin. It's probably my second okay. or uh last flag flying. Probably my Okay,
1: first. not uh, My Little Pony. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. That's my <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a hard <laughs> Hard spot. I am yeah. really looking forward to that. Coco. I expect reservations certainly is up there as far as. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. really excited about any Pixar movie. So, and no matter what. Uh, and yeah. my least anticipated is definitely the star. <sighs> so yeah. All well, right.
1: Since you got to add in more than two, I'm going to say also Thor Ragnarok. I'm looking forward to yeah. Coco, and I'm going to say Justice League.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward
1: yeah. To it, good or bad. Um, but yeah, My Little Pony the one
0: I'm at least looking forward to.
1: <laughs> Sorry, bronies.
0: I understand. I understand. So, where can people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, D David Healy. Uh, you can find me in a Facebook group previously on Survivor if you like to talk about Survivor. Uh, you can find me Film Freaks. I forgot to mention that one. Yeah. That's more up your alley, probably. <laughs> uh yeah, film freaks on Facebook as well.
0: So. Yeah, so that'll be awesome. And I'll put all the links down in the description section, and uh, so yeah, this should be uh, this was really fun. Thanks for taking all the time. I know it's a a lot of work and and going through all of these, and it'll be fun to recap it come uh yeah uh, the we'll end of the year and look at it. Look forward to it. And uh, so we we didn't include December just because we already had so many, and uh, you know we'll do maybe a winter one and include December in there. So that yeah, right. will be fun. Because we all know, basically, we're all looking forward to The Last Jedi, of course. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, sounds good. And so, yeah, uh, let us know what you're excited for, what you're looking for, what you're not looking forward to in the comments section. And, uh, you know, if any of these you haven't heard of that you are interested in checking out, uh, put in the comments section. We'd love to have a discussion. And uh, thanks so much. Please subscribe to the channel. And uh, thanks, thanks for joining me. <laughs> Bye.